This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. Going to check here the 204th guest we've had uh, since I've become the host in March. So, Zach, welcome to the show. Excited to have you. Um, Thank you so much for having me, guys. I appreciate that. So this is the 204th episode. Two. I don't know if it's the 204th episode. You're my 204th icon, however. Awesome. Um, okay. Some people hop on here, you know, to. Uh, like together and stuff like that. So you're probably close to my 200th episode, 204th guest. Awesome. Okay, cool. Look forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here, Zach. Uh, so let's start at the beginning. Who are you? Where are you from? What market are you in? How'd you become a realtor? A loaded question. Of course. So um, I'm currently in South Florida, but I grew up in a small town up north, uh, York, Pennsylvania, born and raised. I was there until I was 30. We just moved down here about a year ago, so I was 32. Um, got my start in real estate right out of high school. Um, you know, I'll kind of take you back a little bit real quick without boring you too much. Um, grew up with a single mom and, uh, you know, saw her at the grocery store using a calculator to put the groceries in the cart, make sure there was no surprise when we went up to the, to the register. And at an early age, I realized I wanted to do something where I could earn as much income as possible, make a difference in people's lives. And I just wasn't sure what that was at that time. I was so young and my mom bought her first house when I was 14 years old. And I saw this guy pull up nice BMW hair slicked back, nice suit. I was like, what does this guy do? I was so young. I didn't know like what a real estate agent <laughs> was. Uh, I don't know um, what I want to be when I grow up, but I want to do that. But I want to be like this guy. This guy's like the James Bond, right? I'm mm -hmm. like, that seems pretty cool. And so my mom bought her first house when I was 14 and I realized I saw what this guy was doing. He was looking at all these cool houses, you know, and I was like, man, it's helped my mom. Like I saw how happy she was and I know how excited I was to have a new house. It was our first time yeah. buying something like that. And I started looking into what does it take to be a real estate agent? And I was like, OK, I can go to school. It takes two to three months. Um, I could be licensed and selling houses right away. And it looks like the income could be great not knowing how difficult it would actually be. Um, so anyway, my senior project in high school, I was actually selling my mom's house. I did a video walkthrough with the old video cameras and um, I sold my mom's house on camera for my senior project in high school. Uh -huh. And after high school, got my license. This was in 08. Um, got in real estate right around the crash when everything was like short sales and foreclosures and all this stuff. And I uh, was in real estate the office manager looked at me as the rookie of the year. I came in with enthusiasm, motivation, and six months went by and I didn't sell a single house. And she called me and said, hey, are you sure you want to pay your dues this month? They're coming up. And I, you know, I realized you haven't sold anything. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. I probably shouldn't do it. And so I got out of the business in basically 09. And um, 
I went to property management. I went to work for a company called Harley Davidson for a while. And then you never heard of Harley Davidson? Kidding. (laughs) Are you selling (laughs) motorcycles? Yeah, no, I wasn't selling motorcycles. I was actually working in their factory sorting um sorting their seats, their brakes, and all that stuff. So okay, kind of a long, long ways off from real estate. Way off. But hey, you gotta find where you're where you're at. What'd you say? I said kind of a long ways from like, you know, management and property management and real estate, but hey, you gotta you gotta make sure you wanna be in the industry you wanna be in, right? So you gotta try some different stuff. Exactly. So as I was doing that, I was like, man, like it just isn't working out. Like I hate, I didn't want to work for anybody else. And so in 2012, my wife and I meet this investor. We buy our first house together with him. She was my girlfriend at the time. And um, I asked him, I said, Hey, I want to get back into real estate. Do you guys do any wholesale deals? Because I was watching YouTube trying to learn how to do like flips and like wholesales and buy rental properties. Um, And this is when I was working for the property management company. And he was like, well, yeah, well, this is what we do. Like we buy properties all the time. And per YouTube, they told me to go buy some bandit signs says, I buy houses cash. And I literally, I think I had probably three to $4,000 in my bank account at the time. And here I am putting out bandit signs along the road says, I buy houses cash. Well, sure enough, the person, somebody called me off those bandit signs and I got an invite to come to their property. I called this investor up. I said, hey, man, can you come with me to this property? I might have an opportunity for you. That investor bought that house at that at that meeting for $30,000. They renovated it. I don't know, put thirty five dollars into it maybe. They made a good profit off of it. And they're like, hey, have you ever thought about getting your real estate license? I said, well, funny enough, I had it. I'd love to get back into it. I hate where I'm at right now. I don't like what I'm doing. I want to get back into real estate. So 2012, I started with them. And in 2014, I went full on commission. They, they brought me in as a salaried employee. Okay. I was getting paid a salary to, to do their short sales and put the signs in the yard. Sure. They wanted me to start selling houses cause they would keep the commission. It was a good model. Like they had a great model cause I didn't know what I didn't know. I just wanted to you know get back into the game. And um, I started selling some properties here and there. And next thing you know, I was like, guys, listen, I'm doing the math on this and the commission checks compared to what I'm getting paid. It just doesn't make sense. So we came to an agreement that in you know January of 2014, I was going 100% commission. And when I went 100% commission, I was on a tiered structure. And that's how I got my start with real estate um, and became, you know, from 2014 till today, um, I've sold over 800 properties in York, Pennsylvania. Um, I moved to Florida recently and I'm building a business down here now as well. So that's kind of just my quick background. And I guess it wasn't so quick, but um, that's how I got started. So it doesn't need to be a quick background. We definitely, uh, you know, want to hear the whole story there, Zach. And uh, that's the point. You know, how did you get into real estate? How did you get introduced to AXP? That's what this podcast is all about. So uh, don't get self-conscious that you're, quote, rambling because we're on a podcast. We're supposed to talk. You're doing awesome. Uh, So my next question is going to be, you know, real estate called you back home. Right. And you got it all sorted out commission wise. So how? Did you come across EXP? Where did that transition begin? Yeah. So back in 2014, when I got my license back, I was you know going 100%. Um, we were with a small little mom and pop brokerage, a little boutique brokerage. Um, and like I said, I was on a tiered structure. So a while ago, this agent, probably 2015, 16, it was probably 2016, this agent, I saw him made a transition because he worked for another big investor in town. 
And he made a transition to this company called EXP. And none of us have ever heard of EXP before. He was the first one in our local market to join this company. And I never thought anything of it. He just said, hey, if you ever get a chance to look into it. Um, so a year went by. I looked into it. And I got pretty intrigued by it. I was like, you know, I love the business model. I love the fact of leverage and building a team and not always wanting to be out there in the grind and, you know, pushing 100 plus homes per year. I want to see, like, is there other ways to still do real estate, build a team, build a culture and help other people build teams as well? Because that's what everybody's goal is in real estate. If you get into real estate, you start doing well for yourself. Next thing you realize is, you know, well, the next level is the leverage. So how do we build a team? And so I love the concept of the revenue share. And I had my father-in-law look into it. I was like, hey, like, can you just look at this model? Like, you know, this guy introduced me to it. I've been looking at it for like a year. I'm not really sure about it. I don't want to leave where I'm at because I was so comfortable. Because remember, I failed my first time around real estate. Right. And so I was so comfortable where I was and I didn't want to leave. And at that time, unfortunately, with that brokerage, you know, we were going through a shift. You know, some agents were leaving. We, we taught them a lot of things with sales and they would leave and go start their own thing. Mm -hmm. And so I asked my father-in-law to check out the business model. He loved it. He got his license and joined before I even did. <laughs> and um, well, there you go. Yeah. So what happened then was um, when all these guys left our small mom and pop brokerage, I went to the owner. I said, hey, listen, I said, I saw this business model. I love it. I said, if we can teach the agents how to sell real estate, help them build their book of business and then let them like we want them to go flourish. We want them to go build their own team. Let's help them build their own team and take them off of the team split. And but how can you still get compensated by taking them off of a team split? And that's where the EXP model came into play. And I said, listen, I'm thinking about maybe jumping ship and going over there. And this was a tough conversation because I was so comfortable there. Um, you know, I had a lot of value with that brokerage. They were paying for leads. They were paying for a lot of different things. And I said, listen, you know, I, I think this is the right opportunity for me. I'd love for you guys to come with me and do it. Um, but I think this is kind of where I'm leaning towards. Right. And so the broker at that time or the, the business owner looked into the company as well. And sure enough, we brought the whole brokerage over and that was in 2019. Okay, so since you convinced kind of the top dog to go over there, like you're that broker, how did that work sponsors sponsorship wise? I'm just curious, since you were kind of the the salesman that got them to come over, did they go under your sponsor? Did they get to go under you? Great question. So I um because I was so loyal and it was a hard conversation for me to have, you know, I didn't want him to I didn't want them to think that I'm gonna jump ship and then like just completely leave. So I said, here's the deal. Like, if you do bring the whole broker, like if you bring these folks over, you know, I want to have X person and this person, like, can I, can I sponsor them? And I'll let you sponsor me. Yeah. Okay. So I let the broker sponsor me into EXP. Okay. All right. He was, a, he was the owner. I can't say he's a broker. He wasn't like, he, he ran the bro the brokerage, uh -huh. um, but it, it worked out for us. It was a good, um, it was a good partnership. Yeah, absolutely. I, I admire the loyalty there. And Zach, my next question is going to be, you know, now that you're over at EXP, obviously you're killing it because you're an icon agent. What do you enjoy most about it, right? Because there's rep share, collaboration, stock options. So you've jumped over here. You've gotten to experience it all. What has been one of your favorite features of EXP that maybe you didn't expect? 
I think the best thing is like when you bring new agents on board. So back in the old mom and pop brokerage days, um, we would invest very heavily in training for agents. Mm-hmm. Um, like we would do Sandler sales training. We still, you know, to this day, there's still Tom Ferry involved. There's still some different trainings involved. But the fact that EXP also has very top, like high top producers, has real estate coaches, has the, you know, the auditorium that you can go to every single week where you get 60 hours of training. You know, you as a new agent can just pick and choose where you want to where you want to kind of look at and watch. You know, that's huge because we had to pay for that before. I mean, just to give you an example, EXP, um, you know, they partnered with Grant Cardone, Cardone University. Yeah. We invested in Cardone University before we were with EXP and we were paying a lot of money per year to, to have that investment. Right. And we got it for free with EXP. So I love the innovation. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that there's investments made into the agents to help them grow. Like as in, I love that there's, you know, we bought success media technology. So there's all these different, it's not just a real estate company. And the one thing I didn't realize when I came over to EXP, I never knew the power of stock. I never yeah. played a stock game ever. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the stock, you know, where it went from, it was from $6 to where it went two years ago. And I was like, wow, there's something to the stock game. I got to learn more about this game. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I became like, obsessed with just i want to i want to help more people buy more real estate because i want to buy more stock like this is ridiculous this is awesome and so um that's more of the exit strategy but that's just that was an unexpected bonus that i just wasn't expecting to even see or know about so right that's really cool yeah you know the stock options are really um a unique asset that exp offers but like you said like the training and resources that they offer are incredible as well and uh the stock options you know i've never played myself but for the the opportunity you know for free stock and being able to throw five percent of your commission into the stock at a discounted price uh you can't not get into stocks a little bit even if exp what is it expi is the only one um, you are invested in, but Hey, what better way to practice employee retention than to give employees a piece of the pie, right? Exactly. And it's phenomenal. You know, it's, it's kind of insane the value that you get with that. And I, I wish it's so hard to like, you, you see these top producers at different brokerages and I'm, and it's just like, man, if, if only you would actually see it and like understand, and like, it's not that they don't see it because they're being trying to get, you know, people are trying to recruit them at all different brokerages all the time. So they've been pitched with the idea, but like if you could just like see and feel the experience that just I had, or I'm sure a lot of other EXP icon agents have had with that, I mean, you would never go anywhere else. Yeah, and you absolutely. just would came over sooner. That's the number one thing I hear on this podcast is I wish I would have done it sooner. So for those that are looking right now, they're <laughs> trying to check out EXP. Definitely keep that in mind um, because yeah. you'll be kicking yourself that you didn't cut that cord sooner. And Zach, before we dive into all things icon, let's talk a little bit about your work-life balance. How do you draw that line between work and play, set boundaries, um, recharge, take care of yourself, avoid burnout mode, you know, you name it. Uh, We just want to hear your secrets. Yeah. So the secret for me was really just um, finding some other agents in your area, in your marketplace, within your team that you can trust because, you know, you do have to take vacations. You do have to get away from the business a little bit. And I did not have work life. I did not have that balance at first because my only focus, you know, before we had kids and everything, my only focus was let's just 
you know, I want to ramp this up. I want to, I have a goal to buy real estate and buy rental properties. Um, and I want to condense time, right? So you ask any agent what their goal is with real estate. It's always, I want to make six figures. That's always the goal. Well, well, why do you want to make six figures? And so I, I started looking deeper into all that stuff. And my, my why was because I wanted to buy investment real estate and rental property. So I wouldn't have to always grind the hundred deals a year. And I could then have that work-life balance. Right. And we've all heard it before, you know, Grant Cardone always says, um, what does he say? I'm trying to remember what he says now. Um, pay the price today so you can pay any price tomorrow. And, you know, we've all heard those types of sayings. And so I kind of took that to heart. And I really just went really hard at first. Um, and I'm glad I did because now a lot of my business is repeat business, you know. Um, so it's I mean, I guess at first I didn't have that work life balance, but I, I do now. Um, I have team members involved. I worked out a split with them. Hey, if I refer you a, a buyer, I want you to take them on. I'll still negotiate it, but I need you to help me out with showing properties now. You know, and I, I realized that I can pay them some money and help them out with that. Whereas it's new agent, they get experience, yeah. they get some income coming in and I get more time. Because when you're first starting out, you have one of two things. You have more time with no money or you have more money and then no time. Yeah. You know, so you're going to try to help, you know, balance that act too. And that's kind of where I've been at. And it's been extremely helpful for my work-life balance. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, that work-life balance, taking care of it, you know, some, some real estate agents laugh when I ask them that question and I get it. It's tough. You know, if you let the industry, it'll eat you alive. Um, you'll be taking phone calls at nine o'clock at night and on weekends and on your vacations. So that work-life balance is important. Uh, I did read a study that it actually takes you two years to recover from burnout. Like I can full. believe it. So it's just crazy, but it's so crucial, um, especially in the amount of production that you put out, Zach, to be an icon agent. It's it's crucial to, to invest back into yourself. So let's talk a little bit about the Icon Award. That's why you're here. Uh, you're an icon agent on the Icon podcast. So this used to just be one question, but to provide the listeners a little more detail, I've kind of broken it up into three parts. So Zach, let's talk a little bit about your market, what production looks like there, uh, what's the average home price, and how many houses do you have to sell to be able to cap? We yeah, can so simple, not not exact numbers. So I love this topic though because, like I told you earlier in the podcast, like I made a switch over to South Florida in the last year and a half. Yeah. So I'm from York, Pennsylvania, little town York, Pennsylvania. In you know 2014 to 2016, you know 17, the price was around 140 thousand average. And then 17, 18, 19, you know, even 20, we started hopping almost up to 200,000 on average. Mm -hmm. um, so a $200,000 average sale price, today's market, it's about 225, maybe 240 okay. in, in York, Pennsylvania. But when I made the switch to Florida, I'm down here and I'm like, holy smokes, like it's 400, 500, 600,000. Like to me, that was a whole different world. And so, and plus when I was, when I first came to EXP, I was on that team. So I also had my team taking a cut. So I had to do a lot more volume to cap and to become an icon because we were still in a tiered, a tiered structure. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I don't know. I forget what the number was, but um, the math equals out to be about, what, 3.2 million? Yeah. In sales, I believe, 2.7 million to 3.2 million in production to to cap. Um. And so my anniversary year is in June. 
And on June 15th, I just closed my biggest deal ever down here in Florida. Mm-hmm. It was an expired listing. And um, I closed that for 2.66. Wow. My biggest deal ever. And it's crazy because I look back to where I was at from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I would have to have 13 deals to 15 deals to hit those numbers. I did it with one transaction. Crazy. So no regrets about switching markets there because a lot of real estate agents, they're scared to switch markets, right? Because your pipeline is in uh, that other state and recommendations okay. and referrals come from that other state. So this is not Let's a normal question, but how did that how did that transition go for you? Uh, I mean, it's definitely scary. Um, because, but, you know, the biggest thing I learned, and again, I do a lot of self-improvement and personal de- development and stuff. And um, the one thing I learned is just kind of back to what you said earlier about the work-life balance. Yeah. I was like, you know, I just kind of, um, I want a better lifestyle. Like I, I hate the cold as most people do, you know, and some people hate the heat, but I did not like the cold. I want a better lifestyle. You know, I hated being stuck inside six months out of the year. And I said, listen, if I could sell real estate here, I, I have the skill sets now. I can go anywhere in the world. I can pick up a phone and make a cold call and I can convert a deal and I can make some things happen. And while I'm doing that, while I'm building myself up, I realize there's going to be a haircut with income. But what's my long my longer term goal? My longer term goal is to have a better lifestyle, is to be able to, you know, go on date night and be at Benny's on the beach and, you know, just having a good time and my kids are outside running around in january february march you know just being kids and so the income part was scary not knowing anybody was scary um but thankfully i built myself up to a point where i had resources i had the skill sets mm-hmm. and like i said i literally picked up the phone and i started calling expired listings when i came down here and um that my biggest deal ever was just that that it was the expired listing for 2.6 and they just referred me to a client for 1.1. Wow. Um, so that's think, how it works. Yeah. And so I'm just doing the same thing I did up in York. And again, I took a haircut because it's a lot more expenses. It's a lot more investments because you don't have the repeat business coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year in 2022, I've been to Pennsylvania one time for three days. Um, all my business is being referred out to my agents up there. You know, I have about three to four agents I work with up there. And um, so far, I close about six million up there and I haven't even been there. Right. And I have no investments in leads either. So it's all That's the so cool. You've yeah. got this you've got this model down packed and have definitely used EXP to your advantage in a lot of ways. Yep. Yep. I'm trying to. I mean, I'm not. Per- trust me, it's not perfect by any means. It's far from perfect. Yeah. But I'm just trying to do the best I can with uh, with, with the lifestyle I want to live and yeah, trying to find that work like that. That's awesome, Zach. And, uh, you know, it's more than just production when it comes to being an icon agent, more than just selling homes, although that is uh, the big part that gets you qualified for it. But you also have to take the time to step away from real estate and commissions and give back to eXp and, you know, kind of helps boost morale, throws a lot of training out into the eXp world. I mean, some incredible opportunities there. So that being said, for your cultural commitment, you know, what do you choose to fulfill that aspect and why? So I have um, I love the new agents because I remember when I was a new agent, how much you just don't know. And you have unrealistic. Sometimes you have unrealistic expectations. You know, I think TV kind of hurt us a little bit. Not hurt us, but it hurts the people that come into real estate thinking, oh, yeah, my mom's my brother's going to buy a house. My cousins will buy a house. But you can't scale a business that way. 
-hmm. And they don't come into the real estate business thinking about a business. They just think about being a salesperson. And so I kind of have that, um, that spot with new agents where I like to help them understand expectations. I like to help them understand what it's going to take to be successful and just how to pick up that phone and make a phone call. Because a lot of people come into real estate without money to invest in buying leads, you know, and they don't realize how long it's going to take sometimes to nurture those leads. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how can I get you guys on a system? If you have a credit card and you can spend 150 bucks a month, you know, give it maybe two to three months, maybe four months. If you pick up that phone consistently, you know, help you with the scripts, help you with the word tracks, you know, help you with, you know, how to have that tonality. Maybe I can help you guys pull off a listing in your first month or two. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And then that like, emotional win will keep them going. That that emotional win has to happen very quickly for them to keep that momentum and that that enthusiasm. Yeah, and you know that's it's that that momentum, that enthusiasm. That's what kind of keeps the world spinning here at EXP and makes it so different from other brokerages, right? To yep. um, that you have access to some of the top agents in the company, top two percent uh, that are teaching you, mentoring you. Uh, you know, able in arm's reach uh, within this metaverse to uh, you know kind of help you out and help you get over some um, hills or mountains or whatever problems you may be facing. So I think that is an excellent requirement that they have thrown into iconing. And it's not like you guys aren't rewarded for it, right? You get your cap back okay. in stock, the opportunity to go to ExpCon, shareholders, easy, easy to catch referrals with the, the name or the title of the elite status of being an icon. You also get a big glass shiny trophy. So that being said, Zach, what is your favorite aspect of iconing? Why do you set that on your list of goals again and again? Because it's not, like I said, it's not just production. You've got to step away. You've got to give back to the community. It, it takes a lot of effort and it could be exhausting. So why do you continue to set that on your list of goals when you could just, you know, focus on production and um, make more commission? Well, I mean, I think the big thing is too, for me is like, it is almost, I mean, it might sound kind of bad to say this, but it is almost like one of those pride things where like, I kind of just, I cannot be an icon now. Like I went three years in a row since I've been with EXP. I've been an icon every single year. Um, and actually now it should be easier for me because I don't have the team, you know, my team split that kind of makes me have to do more production. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could do like that one deal I just did, you know, that one deal will help me almost cap. And now yeah. I need 20 transactions after that. So it allows me more time and to give back to the community in other ways, not just regarding real estate, but in other things, because I have more time, you know, um, I can make more, more commitments financially to different, you know, events in my local area here. Um, Florida's filled with a different, like a bunch of different events and things that you could do. Um, so I just, I like to give back to that aspect as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And, you know, giving back is, is everything, but also being rewarded for it again with that cap back in stock. I mean, it's not like that, that glass shiny trophy has uh, no monetary value like other brokerages, right? Right, exactly. Paperweight. It's something to actually be proud of. It's a status. Um, it's important. It is. Yeah, it's important. And like I said, it's more like for me, it is a pride thing, um, but it's also just, um, you know, the one thing with EXP, I want to this is what I was trying to get at earlier too. I forgot to say this. Um, I got a lead from EXP and this must be something new that they're doing. Um, but because of my icon status, uh, Victor over at EXP sent me a seller lead for Bjork, Pennsylvania, 
back in um, probably about two months ago at this point, were listing their house here in August for about $350,000. And it's a new program, I guess, that EXP is trying to roll out. Maybe they're just kind of in the beta phase. But because I'm an icon, you know, EXP is now starting to feed business over to us as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's it's really cool. And, um, you know, it's international. It's and you're doing it yourself. You know, you're in dual states. Uh, That's something that isn't really available in other brokerages, especially boutique brokerages. And so the resources that you have, I mean, really, you can go other countries, which is crazy. Um, But the resources that you have with EXP are just really never ending. And Zach, um, from like a mentorship aspect, you know, giving back, let's talk about somebody that maybe has just gotten over to EXP or they're a agent at another brokerage and they were doing the production it takes to be an icon agent. And they're coming over here. They're all at EXP. Everything's set through. And they sit down with you and they're like, Zach, it is my first year with EXP. I really have my sights set on iconing. Um, you know, how would they break those goals down? Or, um, you know, what are some major mistakes to avoid? You don't have to cover all these topics. I'm just trying to, uh, you know, spark some inspiration for you in, uh, in discussing this. And what's just some advice for you for either rookies coming over or um, people that have been in the game for a while when it comes to iconing their first year because EXP has so many amenities, it can be overwhelming. So I know a lot of, you know, veteran real estate agents that do very well for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I honestly look at them. I'm like, guys, this makes, I don't understand why you're like, it actually kind of makes me up, like makes me kind of mad. I'm like, I don't understand why you guys aren't over here. Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you not see with the options? Like, are you going to be pushing a hundred homes or whatever their production is, do you want to do that the rest of your life? Or do you want to actually build a team and build a culture? And maybe you don't want to build a team or a culture. Maybe you just want to be sold the rest of your career, which is perfectly okay. That's yeah. fine. But do you have an exit strategy? And what is it? Because for the same production you're doing, you would be an icon over here. You would be getting stock awards over here. Your broker's not giving it to you. They give you a plaque that doesn't have any, like you said earlier, they give you a plaque that has no financial backing to it. Mm-hmm. So like you're doing all this production, you get all these awards with your company. It's great. It's phenomenal. It's fantastic. But let's think about your family for a second too. And, you know, if you're doing that kind of production as a solo agent, we know for a fact that you are very busy and maybe you do struggle with that work-life balance thing. Hopefully you don't, but get to a point where you can eventually step away if you want to, if you choose to, because you have a stock that's kind of building up for doing what you're going to do no matter where you're at. Like you're already doing it. Why not let, you know, as real estate agents, I think we all, I think everybody as a society, I think we all want to make investments into real estate. Like if you ask anybody walking down the street, Hey, have you ever thought about investing in real estate and buying rental units? They're all going to say yes for the most part. And we all want to do that. But what I realized with the stock is that it's just adding up as I'm just doing my job. Mm-hmm. Like, like that is a, that whole thing there is, the the turbo to get me to where I want to be. If I want to pay off my rental properties, I could literally sell my stock and I could pay off all my rental properties right now. Like if I was with my same mom and pop brokerage from, from then till now, I'm, I'm contingent on what I'm saving in the bank. And the more you're saving in the bank, money gets bored and you will go out and buy that car. You will go out and buy yourself another house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you will start doing those things before you, and it's just more of our human nature, I guess. Right. Um, but your money gets bored. So unless you're very disciplined, yeah, you might go buy that one property here, that other property there, 
but let exp help you out with it let them you know every little small every commission check you get they take a small percentage to buy your company stock at a discount and you don't even see the money it's like it doesn't even exist you don't even see it and so that's what i would say to the veteran agents i'm not sure if that makes sense or not but no it does it definitely does and i like what you said there you know um the the money in that that stock is, you just kind of let it sit there. You almost forget about it. And uh, I had an icon agent, you know, here's a couple of just examples. Uh, one couple took it, that stock and they just put a down payment, you know, bought a plot of land for their dream home. They're building their dream home with that stock or another guy. He's already paid for his daughter's weddings, right? Yeah, he's got yeah. their weddings paid for They're seven and nine. Okay. I'm like, okay, settle down. They probably haven't even had their first boyfriend yet. And we've already got weddings paid off. Um, but it is really cool, uh, to see the different things and goals and how everybody uh, approaches the stock options differently. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool thing. And that's why I don't understand why more people don't see that value with that because they just don't think long-term, I guess it's more short-term thinking. Um, but also for a rookie, you asked about rookies too. I would just kind of, you know, my, my thing is just asking them about their goals and what their long-term goals are. You know, some people don't know what their long-term goals are. Some people can't see that far ahead. Um, a lot of people are just trying to live in the moment and live right now. And, um, you know, my biggest thing to them is, first of all, let's just, you know, your main goal by getting licensed is to sell real estate. So let's just help you do that, you know, as quickly as possible and get those emotional wins to keep you in the game and not get you distracted and unmotivated. Absolutely. So. And taking on every transaction, man, uh, you know, it might take a while to cap, but you're going to be glad you sold that, you know, um, land or, you know, just a lower level of, I guess, price range house, uh, because 20 transactions is 20 transactions. And you'll be checking yourself when you're at like 17 or 18 at the end of your year. Right. And you just need that momentum. Like, like I said earlier, you need the momentum, you need the wins, you need the emotional wins. That's the big thing is just that confidence that you get. Even if you make a phone call today and you set an appointment with a seller, that's a small win for you. And that keeps you motivated because now you're thinking, well, wait, if I could do one, could I do three? Mm -hmm. You know, when I first did, got started in real estate and my, um, you know, I was making about $918 every two weeks when I was on that salary I told you about. So, yeah. you know, hardly anything. Yeah. Um, and when I got into real estate, I told you I had 3000 in the bank. And when I went full commission in 2014, the first, the one month, I think I had like $5,000 coming in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this is kind of, it might've been, been less than that. I was like, this is crazy. Like I have 3000 to bank, I'm about to make 5,000 next month. Like, oh my gosh. Like that was the best money I've ever made. And then the next one, I'm like, if I could do five, could I do seven or eight? Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, you do it. And then it, you, you start to get like goosebumps. Like, man, okay, I can, it's not always the money. It's, it's just the fact that you're doing, you're accomplishing something. And you're going to be able to provide a better life for your family or for whoever. And it's just, um, it's just a cool emotional win that you get. So absolutely. That's really cool. And, um, Zach, you know, talking about emotions and leaving brokerages and, uh, you know, with all the risk that, you know, takes when making switches like that, if, I guess my first question is going to be, were you ever skeptical of EXP when it was first introduced to you? Kind of too good to be true type of thing? I wasn't. Um, the reason why is because I was back when I was 18, I tried to do a company um, like different companies like that. Like, you know, I was working for somebody else as an employee mm -hmm. and I was looking at different companies and, you know, people get this misconstrued all the time. 
EXP is a pyramid scheme and EXP is a multi-level marketing company. And like, they don't understand like every company you go to, like there's brokerages who hire people specifically to recruit people. Um, and yeah, you're going to have a few bad apples that that's all they do is they spam people and they, you know, say the craziest things to try to get people to come over. Um, but I forget where I was going with all this. Um, what was the question again? Um, were you ever skeptical of EXP? <laughs> yeah. So like, so to me, like I was already aware of the business model like that. And I understand the power of leverage. And, you know, it's one of those things where people say, well, do you think it's going to be around forever? Like, how do they make money if they're going to pay all these people this money and this and that? So I was never skeptical of it. Um, I actually kind of just embraced it. And when I first saw it, I was just kind of very intrigued by it. Um, and I always told myself if there was a company that was around that I didn't have to sell lotions or potions and soaps, <clears throat> but I could do it with real estate, like that's going to be like that company that I want to go with. Like that'd be phenomenal. But how would you ever create that? And then EXP came around and it was that exact model that I was like, holy crap, like, holy smokes. Like, it's like this is it. This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. And um, so I was never really skeptical about it for that reason. Okay. Well, um, you know, a lot of people are skeptical of it. They hear the things out in the industry, like their brokerage probably tells them, oh, don't go over to EXP. Don't talk to them. They're a pyramid scheme. They're a cold. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. So to somebody watching this right now and they're looking for answers and they need some guidance and they see the greener grass at EXP, they see the opportunity to ICON, they're probably leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table uh, that they don't get back from their broker in stock in in any form, candy, lunches, doesn't matter. Um, exactly. So Zach, what would you have to say to somebody watching right now thinking about making that move? They're scared. Um, of course, with high risk comes high reward, but, you know, kind of help them through this thought process to make that make that move. Whenever I have something that's difficult, like I think about crazy things. OK, so like if it's going to be crazy, like scary like that, I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, we sent people to the moon. Like we, like, I always think back to like weird things. I'm like, somebody has done something crazier than me leaving a brokerage. Like I told you, I was scared to leave because I was so comfortable at first. I didn't want to leave. I was in that same boat. You know, I was comfortable. I was making very good money. I had everything. Like my assistant was paid for me. My lead generation was paid for me. Um, I'm making over way over six figures. Like everything was good for me. And I kept, I kept the end in mind. So the end in mind for me was where do I want to be at in five years or 10 years? Do I want to be pushing all these, all this real estate in five to 10 years? And the answer is if I want, I want to be able to choose whether I want to or don't want to, I don't want to do it because I have to. And right. if I stay where I'm at, I'm going to keep doing it because I have to. Whereas with EXP, I just saw the opportunity to where I would not have to if I didn't want to. And so I kind of just like, that's the opportunity that I, I looked at. And that's why I got the courage to finally say, listen, man, like, I think we should do this. And I, I, I'm going to probably be doing it if you aren't with it. Right. Um, you know, and that's kind of what helped me build the courage because like, I'm like, life, you know, could be so much more difficult than me having to make this decision to switch brokerages. That's going to help me and my family later on. Right. And it's, it's like long-term goals, right? Do you still want to be unlocking doors at 75, right? Probably exactly. not. Probably not. Exactly. So this definitely, um, you know, with your stock options, whatever you choose to do with it, retirement can be a great option for it all. And EXP has three streams that you could potentially be making income off of, which no other brokerage 
I mean, really no other industry offers. Right. And so that's the other thing too, is like, so for me, when I came over here, you asked about being skeptical, mm -hmm. like my only job, when I came over, when I saw the opportunity, all I saw was revenue share. Yeah. And I saw an 80% split, which is fine. Like that's like, I came in this business on a 35% split. So like mm -hmm. people don't understand how, you know, I had to do a certain amount of volume to go from 35 to 50 and then more volume to go from 50 to 65. Like that's how my structure was. And so I think one of the best things that happened to me when I got into real estate and got my start was that I didn't know what I didn't know and right. that I wasn't looking at the split. I was looking at what's my opportunity and what's the value that I'm going to get and how can I take this and go farther with it versus short mindedness and thinking, okay, well, they're going to take 20 or in that case, they're taking 65%. Sorry, I don't think so. Like, that's what you hear all across the industry is like, oh, well, I'm with 100%. Yeah, but what do you get for 100%? Like, what is, that's great if you want to be there for the short term, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, and, and you can go 100% with EXP. That's what I, that's the thing. You can go 100%. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, you, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Keep going. Though. You're doing great. Yeah. And if you do the math on the stock, like you're at 80%, but you take what you're going to buy in stocks when, you, you know, when you sell real estate. That stock option, even if you get a small portion of stock, let's say you walk away with 50 shares or 100 shares, if all you have is 100 shares, there's a potential for that to go way up and be worth way more money than what you've paid for it. And now that, you know, that split now outweighed the 100% brokerage that you would have made money at. That doesn't kind of make sense unless I draw it out probably. But no, it definitely makes sense. I mean, at this point, like I said, you're the 200th episode. Um, hopefully this isn't the first or only episode they're tuning into and they kind of right. get the, the gist of it all. So, yeah, so that's kind of my take on that. So the, the stock option for this was just a complete, like, it wasn't even part of my thought process until I saw what it did. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, some people forget about the stocks and it's a nice surprise later. Um, but Zach, you know, we are coming up uh, just over 42 minutes here. I, it has not felt like it at all. Uh, it's been an awesome episode. It's gone by so fast. That was my last question. Do you have anything that you want to leave the listeners with today? A quote, inspiration, a kick in the butt to get over here? Yeah. So um, kind of put me on the spot here, but, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, yesterday I heard something that kind of stuck with me and it kind of goes back to what we're talking about here. Um, and I have a wolf dog. So like me saying that's kind of like weird right now, but when you hear what yeah. I'm about to say, um, so I listened to this guy named Patrick Bet David and he was talking about, he was doing a podcast interview with somebody and he was talking about how he was at a concert one time and the singer, I forget the guy's name, but somebody asked him on stage, what's your biggest regret? And the guy said, my biggest regret is that nobody ever invited me to their weddings because he only sang and wrote sad songs. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to give a, a note to the younger audience in the crowd. And what he said was kind of like, damn, okay, that's, that kind of hits home. And he just said, this guy was like in his 60s. And he's like, to my younger audience, he's like, make sure that your younger wolf does today what they can do and do the most you can do as your younger wolf self in order to take care of your older wolf self. Mm -hmm. Like, because right now we all get into real estate. We all, we're all hungry. We all act hungry and we want to do so much stuff and we want to accomplish so much for our families. And then some people drop out of it or some people don't do the work that's necessary to get them to that next level because they just get scared. Mm -hmm. But as a younger individual like myself, I'm 33 years old. You know, what he said was, you're never going to have the energy that you have right now. 
you're never going to have the, you know, maybe you do, maybe you, you do, but most people don't. Like when you get to be 60 and 70, is your older wolf, your older self going to be looking at yourself younger and wish you would have done something different or did more action or not have those regrets? So, um, I'm inspired. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about that all day. Zach, that's an awesome, awesome note to wrap up on. I don't know if you guys saw it. There's a wolf sitting behind him. So, um, yeah, there's a wolf sitting behind me too. So. You got you to see the wolves. <laughs> I love that. Um, Zach, will you be at EXPCon? Oh, I will be. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'll, we'll plan on catching up with you there. Super excited for it. And uh, thank you so, so much for your time today. Awesome episode. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Of course. Bye, Zach. All right. See ya. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.